Hi, welcome to Three Dog. You're listening to a 60-minute flow class taped live in the studio. When you're ready, grab a mat and we'll get started. Hello, hello, hello. Y'all look beautiful. This is good lighting. Or, or okay, actually, you're just beautiful people. Um, I shouldn't. <laughs> you're beautiful people in good lighting, which is which means I can see you and. I love that. Uh, you have joined us in Supta Bhadi Kanasana, so there is a good chance that uh, you have a couple blocks around you. Go ahead and bring those nearby, just so you have them if you want them, and you won't have to get up for a while. That's the that's the my key purpose here is to tell you to lie down and and don't have to get up anytime soon. Those of you just joining in, Supta Bhadi Kanasana. It's soles of the feet together, knees out to the side, and. Uh, any amount of propping or unpropping you want is good here. We're going to take some time to steady into a breath rhythm. And for today, start with just a resonant breath where you've got the same amount of inhale as exhale. That's usually about a five to six count breath, something really comfortable for you to work with there. And, and you know, balancing the length of time it takes to breathe in and breathe out. Also, the tonal quality of breath, right? so that the beginning, the middle, the end of your inhale, the same volume, the same speed, the same quality, and the same thing with the exhale, the beginning, the middle, the end. We often refer to it as a long, thin ribbon of breath. No part of the breath is more abrupt or louder or more intense than the rest. It's all really smooth. That's what we're working toward, right? There's this smoothness of breath with no gaps, there's a light pause at the top of the inhale, a light pause at the bottom of the exhale, right? so that you're unhurried. You're working on smoothing out and establishing steady flow. And then as we practice, that may get interrupted by postures that are challenging, by distracting thoughts, by events beyond your control. And when you notice interruption, you just notice and return to creating this steady rhythm. No big deal. Not adding anything else to the interruption. Just back to this steady rhythm that you're creating for yourself. One way we make that a little easier is with ujjayi breath. That's breath drawn by the muscles of our throat. Like you're drinking your breath in and whispering your breath out. And that gives you a sound. It gives you a really directed action. 
which is a little easier for our brain, right, to be engaged with than, than simply watching a breath. Uh, so you have something to do, right? It's always easier for our brain to take action. Start there, right? take the action of ujjayi. And as we grow in our practice, either over the course of this hour or the course of years, we begin to also witness this, to feel it, to note its quality, to follow it, to hold it steady without excess work. We have an attention that's not too loose, not too tight. Next, exhale. Bring your knees together and give them a good hug in toward your chest. Good. Nice. And just hug. So if you tend to rock or move around, see if you can just hug the knees in. Steady action of hugging your legs in. Can you uncross your ankles and maintain this? Can you flex your feet lightly? without overdoing it. Have your feet in line with their own knees, right? So for a lot of us, one leg likes to knock in a little bit or the feet like to knock to center, line them up. Just being aware of your legs and how they're arranged. Is one shin bone higher than the other? Are they level? This is not a test, but just noticing where your body is in space and really simple stuff, right? It's paying attention to the simple stuff that tends to help us most, right? Noticing your patterns, One more breath here. Gently flex your feet, fan your toes. Pull the outer edges of your feet back towards your shin. Yeah, good. Nice. And then take one knee in each hand and you're just going to roll them around. Now you move. Now, like, move. Like, just move, move, move. And not necessarily fast, right? Where's the pace of your breath? And how is your movement lining up with that? Big motion. Can maybe you take your hands away from this and continue the circling of the leg bones? Yeah, and then how big can those circles get rather than how fast can they get? One knee moving in one direction, one knee moving in the other. The hips maintaining center, so your hips are still. Notice if your hips are rocking, even a little. Ground your hips. That's core body work, right? Sacrum level, hips level, chest leg bones moving. Yeah, it's not easy. Bring that back to center. And again, line up your feet with their own knees. Line up your knees with their own hip. Flex your feet lightly. Fan your toes. You're going to cross your right ankle to the outside of your left knee. There's a reclined pigeon, just a light version there. And then undo that. Go back to that tabletop scenario. And then left ankle outside right. Cool. Undo that, come back to center. We're going to combine the two movements now. Big circles in opposite direction of the two leg bones, circling in to the reclined pigeon. Let the left leg bring the right shin toward you. And then undo it. Big circle, cross ankle over thigh, and bring the other leg in. Undo it. Big circle, big wide circles, big as you can go without kicking something or somebody. And then other direction. Good. Good. Go with this. Two more rounds each side. 
mobilizing hip joint, keeping your hips themselves at the sacrum, the level on the floor. That's core body, that's abdominals, side body is back. Keeping your hips steady as the legs move and discerning between leg movement and hip movement, right? Serious body awareness practice. Again, it's the simple stuff. Last time through, you're gonna bring it back to that tabletop, which is knees in line with their own hip, right? And feet in line with their own knees, which means there'll be a separation uh, of feet and knees, and it's not easy. Like you can think about holding a block between your knees, knees uh, and feet, right? Each holding a block. And then knock everything in together. Bring knees and feet together. Ah, oh, that's nice, right? Bring it back, hips in line with knees, feet in line with knees, everything's a hip distance apart. You're gonna keep that steady as you move side to side in belly twisting pose. You might prefer to put a block between your knees in order to keep that scenario going. Uh, it is harder to do it with an imaginary block. A uh, little easier to do with a, an actual block, keeping knees in line with their you know, hip, right? So that unless your hips are uh, non-existent, your knees are gonna be slightly apart. Uh, and everyone here has hips. Regardless of what you think about yours, they're perfect. Knees in line with hips, so the leg bones parallel, feet in line with knees. You're just doing this to keep a steady frame in the legs. If you're using the block, every once in a while you might just take it away, see if you can maintain this action of the hips moving now. Right? Hips are moving, legs aren't moving. With the knees, exactly the block distance apart, the feet exactly the block distance apart, it will be easier mentally to put the block back in, so do that anytime. One more round through. And then bring it back to center and pause. If you've got a block, you can take it away, bring the soles of the feet to the mat. And knees together, constructive rest. If you found that that was harder than your average belly twisting pose, guess what your new average belly twisting pose is now? Isn't it amazing? It's amazing. Your arms up in the air, you're gonna rotate your wrists around. So just like fan out your hands, spread out the fingers, take the scroll out of the digits, circle your thumb around play the piano, or whatever you got going on. Then fingers and thumb together, little bird beaks, drop them down. Turn bird beaks in like your birds were uh, staring at each other. Yeah, and turn them out to the sides. Let the wrists circle around. Any little cracks or pops you have, that's good. That's usually something warming up. As long as it's not painful, you're in the right spot. And then fanning out your hands, we're gonna wrap the right arm underneath the left, little hug, and then little just rock side to side of the rib cage here. So hips staying still, legs staying still. It's amazing, like just the uh, amount of work it'll take to keep hips steady and just move the rib cage. And then undo that, reach the arms out wide, hover the arm bones above the floor, 
Yeah. So if your ring just hit the floor, bring them up a little bit. <laughs> and then uh, the telltale sign. Uh, as if you were holding heavy weights in each hand. Uh, you're not, but just imagining that. Hold the heavy weights and press them outward to the sides. Breath in. Make great what your imagination can do. Breath out. Wrap the other arm underneath. So left arm under right. And a little hug. You get that rock of the rib cage side to side. Keep the hips grounded, legs steady. You're moving at your waist, you're moving the rib cage. Thoracic spinal mobility here. And then back to center. Unwind your arms. Reach for the back wall. And again, put those heavy weights on your hands. You know what? I don't like weights. Let's hold trays. Hold trays of your, like, full of your favorite stuff, whatever it is. Tacos, cocktails, I don't care. Like, your favorite stuff, put it on there. And now take them to the back wall. I say I don't like weights because Eric is here, and that's what he does uh, all day long, because he makes people lift heavy weights. And so I'm just going to make you lift trays of tacos. That's all. That, that, that gives him job security. If, uh, <laughs> If here we only do tacos. And then release that slowly. Bring your hands to your center line. Feel your breath move in and out. Side note, everybody, please lift heavy weights. It's good for you. Also eat tacos and cocktails. (laughs) Next exhale, bring your knees in. Nose to knees, knees to nose. We're going to rock up to seated and around to down dog. Palm the mat with your hands. Step back and then press your hands down. Get the same thing we were just doing where you were pressing up into those heavy trays. Press down into the floor here. Press your feet down and out. Make a strong frame of your legs. Breath in and breath out. Next inhale, pick up your heels as high as they go. Send your hip crease way up. Imagine a big block between your ankles. Slightly hug in on it. So the ankles aren't going to go anywhere, but you're going to just get that sensation. And then drop the heels down, bend the knees. We're going to do the exact opposite, feet down and out. Now with feet down and out, also imagine hugging that block between your ankles. You can do both. You can have it all. (laughs) This is what you meant when you said you wanted it all, right? (laughs) On your next inhale, walk your hands back to your feet. Walk your feet out really wide. We're going to go toes out towards the diagonals. You're going to inhale, sit back into a little like frog squat thing. Your fingertips are on the floor. And then with an exhale, bow. And then inhale, sit back into this little frog squat thing. It's kind of like Malasana, but fingertips are out here on the floor. And I like frog squat thing a lot better. Bow forward. Just sounds friendlier. This is for your next game of leapfrog. Sit back into that frog squat. Lift your chest. Press your fingertips down. And bow. Two more. It's back. And bow. Sit back, breathe in, and bow, 
parallel your feet, walk them back to about hip distance. Just notice what that is. That's your feet right underneath your hips, right? Makes sense, but just notice where that is. Walk your hands out to downward facing dog. Again, hands down, like palm the floor and press down and then shove that forward, right? So down and forward, feet down and out. Next, inhale, take your right leg way up behind you, three legged tight and straight as you move it, good. Bend your knee, let the hip open up. Stack right hip on top of the left, good work. Breath in. Breath out, come back to center, bring your right knee to your right elbow. Step outside the right hand into a low lunge. Bend the back knee down. We will not do what we did yesterday. Thank you, who, all of you who came back after that. Bring your right hand to your right thigh. We're going to twist. Draw your heart forward and up. I enjoyed hearing uh, everyone's stories about their asana uh, after class. Um, it is looking great. <laughs> Breath in, lift your chest up and forward. And if you were sore from yesterday, you did it correctly. Breath out. On your inhale, unwind this. Plant your hand right back where it was. Straighten the front leg. Send your hips up and back. Bow inside the front leg. Let your head drop, your jaw soften. And then inhale. Back to a low lunge. And everyone's favorite guest star, early pigeon. Walk your foot across the mat, shin bone down. Back foot points straight back. Stay up on your hands. And those fingertips like we used for the frog squat. Press your front shin bone down. Press your back foot down. Oh, how happy everyone looks. Look straight ahead. It's not interesting what anyone else is doing. It's really not. Imagine wrinkling up your mat between your front shin and your back foot. Pull it all together. Oh, yeah, there goes the jaw. Your jaw is not involved in that. One more breath in, heart high. And as you exhale, plant your hands, tuck your back toes, lift the back knee first, press back to down dog, walk back to the uh, same little frog squat. This time, stay. Pull your fingertips into the floor, lift your chest. Breathe here, three, dig your heels in, pull the mat together with your heels. I mean, probably won't happen. If it does happen, you need a new mat. Pull the heels in, pull the heels in, pull the heels in. And then exhale, bow, parallel feet, bring them hip distance apart. They're probably a little wider. Walk your hands out, downward facing dog. Hands palms down and forward. Balls of the feet down and out. Abdominals in, chest floats forward. Your chest is not in your chin. Heart forward, pull long. Inhale, take your left leg up and back behind you. Tighten, straighten, reach. And then exhale, bend the knee, bring it into your left elbow. Big step outside the left hand. Long lunge stance, back knee down. Top of the foot to the mat. 
left hand to left thigh and turn. Lengthen your front body, pull your heart up and forward. Have your gaze at your side wall or your mat in a twist. You never want to see anything behind you that would indicate you're rounding somewhere in your spine. Heart forward, gaze to the side or to the mat. You could go gaze to the ceiling if your neck really feels good like that, but uh, keep your neck feeling good. Front body long. That'll get your spine elongated. Breath in. Slow, smooth breath. Empty hands down into the inside of the foot. Draw your heart forward. Back toes tuck. Lift the back knee. And pyramid pose. Smooth your breath again with that ujjayi. Right? So there's no force of breath on the inhale or exhale that's greater than any other force. Right? Let your head drop. Your gaze is to your back foot. Drop it. Drop it. I'm talking to the person wearing your shirt. I promise I am. Soften your jaw, your face, your throat. Press the floor with your feet. Smooth inhale. You're going to rock forward, low lunge. As you exhale, it's a toe heel of the left foot across into a pigeon. You're staying up on your hands, fingertips like the frog. And then uh, back foot presses down, front shin bone presses down. With the grounding down, you lift up, set your gaze straight ahead. And now imagine trying to pull the mat, wrinkle the mat up by pulling the front shin bone back, back foot forward. That does not need to show up in your eyebrows or your jaw, or your shoulders. Do the work with what's supposed to do the work. Everything else is breathing. And then when you exhale, plant your hands. Tuck your back toes. Squeeze the back leg. Don't do anything else. Press your hands down, press the back foot down, squeeze the back leg, and feel the connection up to your abdominals. Stay until you feel it. It'll float the left leg off the floor and come back. And you can't fake a feeling, right? It's like trying to fake loving someone. You can't do it. <laughs> trying to fake hating someone. You can't do it. You can't fake a sensation in your own body. It's worth your time and your effort and your energy to notice and be aware of how you feel. You don't need to explain it. You won't need to stand and deliver on any of this. It will matter to you. Look forward to your hands. Walk forward. Feet together. Breathe in. Lift halfway. And breathe out. Drive your feet down, spread your toes. What happened there? You're just driving your feet down, spreading your toes. How often do we anticipate things that aren't happening? Drive your feet down, spread your toes. Imagine stretching the mat from center. Pull it away from center. And a slow release of your hands to fingertips. Keep that action in your legs. 
going to roll your shoulder blades around your back. Big shoulder shrugs. And let that settle. Check in again with your feet. Are they still driving down? Toes still spread wide? Feet still pressing down and out? Hands to your shins. We're going to pull abdominals in and roll up to standing. Arms at your sides. You'll take a big shoulder shrug here. Pausing with arms at sides. Notice how you're standing. Draw up from your feet, draw in through your core. What are the tonal qualities of your posture right now? Can you bring a naturalness, a natural strength, a natural composure? Often when we think about good posture, we end up in some kind of like posturing. Can you take the posturing out? Stand naturally like as children stand. You ever notice that? The, the lack of posturing, but yet the really good posture. And soften around the edges and strengthen the core. Bringing hands to heart center, samastiti. Have a breath. Then we'll move. Thane, inhale, reach up, mountain pose. Exhale, bow forward. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. Plant your hands, step back, high or low push-up, chaturanga. Breathe in, upward-facing dog. Breathe out, downward-facing dog. Look forward, walk or lightly hop to your hands. Breathe in, lift halfway. And breathe out full. Breathe in, reach up, mountain pose. Breathe out, bow full. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. Plant your hand, step back, high or low push-up. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, downward facing dog. Look forward, walk or lightly hop to your hands. Breathe in, lift halfway. Breathe out, fold. Breathe in, reach up. Breathe out, bow forward. Breathe in, lift halfway. 
Plant your hands. Breathe out. Breathe in. Upward facing dog. Breathe out. Downward facing dog. Look forward. Walk or lightly hop to your hands. Breathe in. Lift halfway. And breathe out forward. One more round. Press your feet down. Breathe in and reach. Breathe out forward. Breathe in. Lift halfway. Plant your hands. Breathe out. Breathe in. Breathe out. Look forward, walk or lightly hop to your hands. Breathe in, lift halfway. Breathe out, full. Sit your weight back toward your heels. Breathe in Ukatasana. Breathe out, bow forward. Breathe in, lift halfway. Fingertips on the floor. Walk your feet hip distance apart. Pick up your right leg, extend it back. Lower it slowly, tap the toe. Then the ball, the foot down. Breathe in, reach up for crescent. Breathe out, hands to heart, center to the mat. Step back, down dog. Breathe in, take your right leg up and back behind you. Breathe out, bend your knee. Knee to right elbow. Step the right foot silently down. Press into both feet. Reach up for crescent. When you breathe out, hands to heart center, chest in line with your front thigh, fingertips to the front of the mat, lightly step the back foot up and bring the feet together. Breathe in, lift halfway. And breathe out, fold. Sit your hips back, Ukatasana. Exhale, bow fold. Breathe in, lift halfway, heel toe your feet apart on fingertips, you stay. Pick up your left leg, extend it straight back. Tighten straight, toes to the mat, ball the foot down. Then inhale, reach up. Exhale, hands to your heart center, then to the floor, chest is up. Pick up your foot, no drag, step to down dog. Be a little drag, that's all. Breathe in, take your left leg up and back straight and tight behind you. Reach it. And straight and tight. Bend the knee then, all the way in. Knee to elbow. Foot down silently. Press your feet down. Breathe in and reach up. Breathe out. Hands to heart, chest in line with front thigh. Fingertips up front. Lightly step the feet together. Breathe in, lift halfway. 
Good. Breathe out, bow forward. Let your head go all the way, crown to the ground, gaze to the back wall. Sit your hips back, Ukatasana, chair pose. Breathe out, hands to heart center. Send your hips way back. Bodies parallel to the floor. Hips go back, though. Not a bow with the chest. Reach up again, Ukatasana. Put your hand on your hip. This is the area of the body you're going to move. Bring your arm back up. Send your hips back and come parallel to the floor. Yeah. Hips back, hips back, hips back. Heart forward, heart forward, heart forward. Breathe in and bow forward, breathe out. It's just good to know where your hips are and where your heart is. If you can distinguish between those two, you'll have a better life. Breathe in, lift halfway. <laughs> Plant your hands, step back, high or low push-up. There's so many things to talk about from there. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, downward facing dog. Breathe in, right leg up and back behind you. It reaches up, it's tight and straight. Point the toes, spread them out. Bend the knee, bring it to your right elbow. Step lightly, no sound. Breathe in and reach up, crescent. Breathe out, hands to heart. Turn upright to your right, and then take your elbow toward your right knee. Open your arms, let the left arm cross the right leg. Now press the right leg out into the arm. Breathe here. Tighten your back leg, lift your chest. On your exhale, undo this, bring your hands down inside the front leg. Spin your back foot flat. Press your right arm into the right leg, leg into the arm. That's all. Just press arm into leg, leg into arm. Bow pull your left elbow toward the ceiling. Stay low in your front leg. You can stay here. You can reach straight up. You're in a deep side angle. It's okay to be here without a block. It's okay to use one, but it's okay to be here deeper, finding a new angle for yourself. Breath in. Breath out. Bend the upper elbow, hand to the mat. Spin the back heel up. Bring the back knee down. Bend the back knee, toes towards the ceiling. If that causes any kind of trouble for your leg, foot, knee, go back to the low lunge. Otherwise, right arm around, little backstroke, catch the foot or don't catch the foot up to your knee and your shoulder and your low back. Heart up and forward, breath in and breath out. Undo that slowly, no slingshots. Bring the hands back inside the front foot. Shift the hips up and back, pyramid. Dig the front heel in, press the back heel down, let your head drop. Your hands are inside your front foot. Body is at center and the feet are hip distance apart. So the legs will be slightly further uh, apart than the, uh, the rib cage. It'll be good. You'll be inside the front leg. Or the right ribs will be just a little bit on the uh, front leg. 
rock back into low lunge, step back, down dog. Or slide the foot back, down dog. I was non-specific that time. We'll be more specific on the other side. And breath in. And breath all the way out. Steady rhythm of breath. Ujjayi. Your next inhale, left leg, up and back, tight and straight. When you step top of that, squeeze it, reach, be sure. Bend your knee tight. Bring the knee to the left elbow, stays tight, shin bone away from the floor like it's being repelled by the mat. Lightly step, no sound. Breathe in, reach up. Progressive. Breathe out, hands to heart. Turn your torso to the left. Then elbow comes in line with the knee. Arms open. You're going to press the leg out into the arm. Arm back into the leg so you're not moving the knee anywhere. Establishing the strong frame. Heart forward and up your gaze to the sidewall or the floor. Breath in, tighten your back leg, lift your chest. When you breathe out, we're coming hands inside the front leg, and that is where they will stay. Back heels can go flat. You've got left arm inside the left leg. Press arm to leg, leg to arm. Don't do anything else. Just press the arm to leg, leg to arm. Right? We get so ahead of ourselves and forget to do the most important things. Arm to leg, leg to arm. Don't go anywhere else. If you're already lifting your chest, you're too far ahead. Get the pressure of arm to leg. Then right elbow up toward the ceiling. Did you maintain the pressure of leg to arm, arm to leg? Right? It's okay if you didn't, but get it back there. Right? You can then extend the arm or not. Right? And then again, check. Every time you change something, check. Are you doing the most important thing here? Feet down into the floor, arm to leg, leg to arm. Breath in, heart forward and up. And then breath out. Right hand down, spin the back heel up and bring the knee down. Take a moment, bend the knee and just check in that bending the back knee is all good for the knee, the hip, the foot. Then left arm, back stroke, catch or don't, chest up and forward. Press down every point that's on the floor, lift up and away. Chest up, foot and hand and back thigh down. On your inhale, you're unwinding slow and steady. The hand comes back inside the front foot. Lift your hips up and back pyramid. Front toes can peel up, front foot can peel up. Feet are hip distance apart. You're bowing inside the front leg. If you're on a tight rope, this will be really hard. If your feet are too far apart, this will be really hard. Do you have grounding like pyramid? Breathe here. Press your feet down. Most important thing, you can press your feet into the floor. Abdominals in, head drops. We often do the other thing. We let the head pop up and then give up the abdominals. Pull belly in. 
Drop your head. On your next inhale, rock forward, low lunge. All right. Now, instead of getting ahead of yourself, instead of wanting to be out of this, how are you doing what you're doing? You're going to pick up the foot, no drag, and step back to down dog. Pause, breathe. And wouldn't it be great if we did everything like that? Because that was amazing. There was no sound. But like, why is it that we drag our feet when we're not paying attention? Right? Right? Right. Well, because A, none of us is perfect. B, not paying attention. But it's we have patterns. We have patterns. And if we're unaware of these patterns, they drive us. And so something small like dragging your foot in yoga is small. Let me get it. Let's get that. Like, it's small. It's not a big deal. But it's not how we do anything. It's how we do everything. Right? We're not going to be able to pay infinitesimal attention to everything we do all day. But can we start doing a little better and a little better and a little better? Yeah, we can. Look forward to your hands, walk or lightly hop, top of the space. Breathe in, lift halfway, flap back. And exhale, fold. Press your feet down, breathe in, reach up, mountain pose. Breathe out, eagle, wrap your right arm underneath, right leg over top. Hug the shin bones together. Okay, so standing foot pressing down, most important. Shin bones hugging, probably the second. Right? This is, of course, after breathing. Breathing is going to keep you alive. Shin bones hugging together, then lift your elbow points. Lift the back of your head. On your inhale, unwind your arms, take your hands to your hips. As you exhale, unwind the top leg, tip into airplane. Next exhale, left hand down to the floor, right hand stays on your hip, you're going to turn it open like half moon, bend the upper knee. Right? So left hand's on the floor for sure. I would say block if I meant block. I would say block if I meant block. But I mean floor. Catch whatever you can catch. Maybe it's an ankle. Maybe it's a foot. Maybe it's a shin. Maybe it's holding that hip. Breathe here. Send your right knee up. Breath in. And breath out. Right fingertips to the mat. Pull your abdominals in. Pull your knee in toward your chest. Yes, yes, pull your knee in toward your chest. Knee in toward your chest. Knee in toward your chest. Look at your toes. Look at your toes. Do not put your foot down. Bring it forward and sit down. Boat. There's excess thought in your mind right now. You don't need it. It's not making it easier. You breathe in, you breathe out. That will make it better. Breath here. 
When you breathe out, cross your left ankle over your right. Plant your feet to the floor and stand up. Feet across, arms are reaching. Feet across, arms are reaching. Real elegant. If you didn't get there, no big deal. Get there now. Catch your right wrist. Reach up. Switch it. Catch your left wrist. Reach up. Unwind everything. Hands to heart. Feet together. Samastiti. Breath in. And breath out. Inhale. Reach up. Mountain pose. Exhale. Eagle left arm under. Left leg over top. Ground your standing foot. Hug the shin bones in. Your body is upright. This pose will try to jerk you forward. Don't let it. Imagine your back against a wall. The back of your head against a wall. Shin bones hug in. Elbow points lift up. Steady your breathing. Smooth your breath in and out. Body upright, ribs pulled in. Don't let the rib cage jump forward. You're going to unwind the arms, hands to your hips. Now unwind the top leg, tip forward like airplane pose. Now, this is not half moon pose. This is bring your right fingertips to the floor. Somewhat like half moon, but it's fingertips on the floor. Bend your upper knee. Heel close to your sitting bone. Keep your gaze to your standing hand. Catch whatever you can catch. Foot, heel, shin, pant leg. Breathe here. Release the grip with no rebound and left fingertips to the floor. Bring your knee in toward your chest, toward your chest, toward your chest, toward your chest. Look at your knee, look at your toes. Pick up the shin as far as you can away from the floor. Floor is repelling your shin. Floor is repelling your shin. It's continuing to repel your shin. I know you want to move to the next thing, but that's not what we did last time. We held it here for a bit. And we got to balance both sides. Also, we got to stop rushing. Start doing things with more awareness. Start to look forward. Keep the foot off the floor. Bring it through to both. 
Yeah, why would we rush, rush out of that to this? Like, but we do. Our human brain wants to. Why? I don't know. Yeah, kick things if you're angry. But the anger is not going to help you, right? The excess is not going to help you set your gaze free. Right? Cross your left ankle over, or right ankle over, my bad, and stand up. Right ankle's in front of the left. And just reach up, stand up. That's going to get better if you practice. Catch your right wrist, reach up. Catch your left wrist and reach up. Undo it, hands to heart, feet together, have a breath. The excess is not going to help. All kinds of ways we deflect our attention. Notice yours. Go into judgment, self-deprecation, go into complaint, anger, grief, all the stages. What's going to help you be alive right now? Breathe in, breathe out. Next inhale, reach up. And exhale, bow forward. Breathe in, lift halfway. Plant your hands, step back, high or low push-up. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, downward facing dog. Bring your knees to the mat, pause. Your knees are hip distance apart. Your feet are knee distance apart, which makes them hip distance apart. Just check that. Keep that. Walk your hands towards your knees, hands to your thighs. Come up. You can stand on your knees with your toes tucked under. You can stand on your knees with your toes pointed back, but your feet, go ahead and you can look back at them. Your feet are in line with your knees. Your knees are in line with your hips. That's not going to change. Just come back to center. Close your eyes. Pause. The alignment of your feet your knees and your hips, not going to change. Imagine that block between your ankles. Imagine that block between your knees. Right Right back where we were with that belly twisting pose, the imaginary blocks, hug them. We're going to keep this really simple. Bring your hands to your hips. Walk them around the back of your hips. Go to fists at either side of your sacrum. Traditional old school. We're just going to stay with that. Hug the elbows in. Checking with your feet, your knees, your hips. They're all staying in that frame. Lift your chest. Broaden out from your knees to your shoulders. Make one good line. Just opening front body from knees to shoulders. Forget everything else you know about this. There's nothing going on with your neck. Did you tip your chin up? That is not between your knees and your shoulders. Just letting you know. Knees to shoulders. Breathe in. Yeah, the head wants to go back because the body likes to be dramatic, or the mind likes to be dramatic. Don't do it. Make the back bend from knees to shoulders. On your next exhale, draw your abdominals in. Set your shoulders upright over your hips. Check in with feet. 
knees, hips. Do you still have that block between your ankles, between your knees? Is it still there? No, it's not actually physically there. Look forward. Look forward. Stay in your body and feel for it. You're creating it or you're not. Exhale, sit back, hips to heels or child's pose. You prefer, go for it. Take a moment. So there's a reason I did not use the word of what we were doing there. And yet still most of the heads in the room, we're not doing camel. Just we're going to go that we're not doing camel. So just take it out of your, take it out of your mind. And yet our mind still wants to use the neck a lot. Why? Because our neck's really mobile. It's really easy to make things feel like we're doing more when we use the neck. We're not going to do that. We're going to keep legs firmly grounded, really working. We're going to come up again, set the base. Right? And this time we're going to go hands to hamstrings. Unless that's, uh, if that's untenable for you, that's fine. Uh, we're going to just take the hands, walk into the hamstrings. You're going to look straight ahead. The only way that your head's going to move is if your chest moves. You can just, and knees to shoulders. That's the arc. Whatever arc that is creating, your head's in line with that. Get, get that. Get where? Yeah, you're good. You're totally good. Just look straight ahead. From your knees to your shoulders, go up, go back. Right. This will give you a back bend because guess what? Your back is your back. Right. One more breath in. And then abdominals in to come upright and sit back. Really, really good. Sit back. Okay. Now for all the heads that want to go up, go ahead. Put your chin in the air. Just stay here. Indulge yourself. We're going to do this acting. It's fine. Uh, if you ever need to, like, like, I mean, we all need to go to the Sistine Chapel at some point in our life. And this is going to be a major skill that you use. Just head going back, right? This will be a major skill. But for most of us, uh, this gets uncomfortable. Anybody? Yeah, good. Just slowly come out of that. Like some of you were even moving around like you wouldn't stay there. Like we wouldn't stay there. But then like when we go to camel, our, our brain somehow wants our head to do that all the time. That's just not what we're going for, right? One more time. This is going to be deposed camel, but you're not going to lean with your head. You're going to lead from the legs. So you've got feet in line with knees, in line with hips. And from the knees up through the hips, you can go hands to your low back and go hands to your hamstrings. You could even go hands to your heels. And I've been able to go all the way back to here. I can go to the floor if I want to. I still don't have to toss my head back. However, because my chest goes back, my head's going back in line with it. That's what you're looking for is the curve of your body from your knees. So are your knees still in line with your hips? Check in. Yeah. Right? I know. Why do they go wide? Because we try to go lower. Come on back up, abdominals in. Check in with your knees. Did they go wide? It's okay if they did. Bring them back. Bring them back. And then downward facing dog. Breath in and breath out. What the hell was the point of all of that? It's just knowing where our legs are in relation to our hips. When we're talking about this hip opening thing, if we want to get the front of the hip open in camel, one of the great things about camel is this great hip flexor opening unless we take our knees wide and our head back. <laughs> right? like those things will preclude us from getting that knee to shoulder action. So hip opening camel, there you were. Breath in, 
breath out, look through your hands, walk across to seated, and down onto your back, catch a block, place it underneath your hips, extend your legs straight up in the air, or close enough to straight up in the air that this is supremely comfortable for you. If this is not a comfortable pose for you, get one that is. Pause and breathe. There's a lot of physically and mentally demanding work. If you chose to participate physically and mentally, that was demanding. And if for some reason you didn't choose to participate in that, uh, you still deserve this pose. Let this be completely untechnical. Just feel your hips level on the block. And that's a really good start of just this yoga practice, to be able to feel. There's so many things that can only be felt inside our body. You know, we, we look around, we see what the teacher's doing, we see what our neighbors are doing. We look at pictures of yoga. None of that matters if you can't feel your body. You're listening to what it's telling you, right? And we start with small things like feel your sacrum on this block. Not that you have to stick with that the entire time, but it's really tangible, noticeable. And from that, you develop a sense of what else is going on. What are your shoulder blades doing? The back of your head, back of your arms, any part of you that's touching the floor is going to be easy to tap into. And if we can get to the easy stuff, if we can get in there, get away from the external, right? whether it's absorbing the external stimuli or imprinting ourselves on the external, then and only then can we go inward This inner life that may seem complex, may seem like a hot mess sometimes, becomes very simple when we listen well. With your next exhale, slowly bend your knees, bring the soles of your feet to the mat. Slide the block out of the way. Take your time. Bring in your hips down. Feel what it's like to be off the block. Feel the release there. And then make your way to Shavasana. Just as effortlessly as you can go. If you need some finishing postures or movements, that's okay. When you can, lay yourself out and rest. Going back to this idea of just your naturalness. There's no posturing here. There is your sense of what's natural, what's comfortable. And you feel the floor, right? You feel your body by feeling the floor. Why does the teacher always talk about the floor? There's a lot of reasons. One is that we can really feel by the sensations we get from our mat or the floor outside, the ground, if you're lucky enough to be out there. 
And there's the sensation of the air on the skin, which is a little more subtle. And there's a sensation of breath in the body, which takes us deeper. And by noticing the easy to notice and then the somewhat more subtle and then somewhat more subtle. We go deeper and deeper in the layers of experience, from the external experience to the internal physical experience, to the layers of self. Eventually resting in that deepest place, that place where we are consciousness. Some days we'll get there, and some days maybe not quite so far. But in this practice of liberation, it's always where we're going. When you're ready to move again, you start with wiggling your fingers and your toes. And roll gently to your right side. Make your way up to seated. And keep your eyes gently closed. Feel your body from the inside out. Feel the floor underneath you, feel your breath moving in and out, the air on your skin, feel the space around you, the presence of others or the presence of solitude. And we bring our hands together at heart center. And raising thumbs to forehead center. A moment of acknowledgement and appreciation toward ourselves and each other. That was great, y'all. Thank you for being here. Namaste. Awesome. Well then, awesome. Yes, they're all clapping for you, of course. You guys have a great day. See you soon. Oh, yay. Two for one.